Hello, lovely people. Welcome to the Live Well and Hope with Clancy segment of the Best Version of You podcast. Today we have with us a gentleman from Germany by name Kinsley, who would ask some questions and Clancy will attempt to answer all these questions. So do stay and do enjoy it. Kinsley, you are welcome. Thank you, Auntie. Okay. All right. So I believe you have your questions ready, and then Clancy is yes. also ready to answer your questions. So yes, can you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. My greetings to all of you around the world. And um, yeah, my name is Kinsley, and uh, I'm 20 years of age. Uh, I'm studying uh, business administration in the university in Germany, and I stay at the north northwest part of Germany. That's Münster, uh, oh. a big city called Münster, and yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm a Ghanaian, and I moved to to Germany in a couple of years. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. And so, Clancy is all here to listen to your questions. You said you have three questions, so you can ask the questions, and Clancy will answer it for you. Yes. Uh, uh, my first question is a very tangible one, and this was an impression, and I took it from a book written by Auntie Princess. And that, uh, and the book's title. That's my question. How to be the best version of yourself without no negative influence? Yeah, that's my first question. Because oh. uh, people think they are they are themselves, but they are not themselves because they do some negative stuff that in their mind and in their so they think this won't help them. This is negative, but they say they are themselves. So how to be? Yeah, the best version of yourself with no negative influence. That's my first question, please. Okay, so Francie. Yes, hello. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for for having me here again, and, and Kingsley, thanks for for your questions. You're welcome. Um, man, so that's a big that's a big question, uh, and I I I think because the best version of any person um, mm-hmm. is complex, no matter what that looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. then th- th- your answer is going to be similarly complex. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't think... I don't think that there is a best version of someone that doesn't include negatives. I think it's really important. Um, and it depends personally, uh, culturally, socially, how you define negatives. But it's it's my experience that you sort of need the negatives to learn from um Mm -hmm. you also need you know there's there's theories out there that i sort of believe um and this might not be the negatives you're talking about but i i sort of think um you know you can only be as happy as you are equally sad at times you know i don't think anyone Mm -hmm. is running around just you know incredibly happy all the time um Mm -hmm. and i think if you allow yourself to be sad in the right moments you know life is sad life is you know i think today's sort of tough in this in this day and age where we think you know i think because of a lot of factors but um 
uh, with some of them just being uh, social media, some of them being, um, you know, the amounts of money that exist in the world and sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. modern times and technology, we think that like life is easy or life shouldn't be, be hard. Um, and there should be no suffering, but that's, that's really, you know, when you look around life is this constant cycle of, of good and bad and, and, and Mm -hmm. has a cyclical nature to it. So I think, I think being okay with being sad is part of it. And now, you know, that might not be the exact thing that you're asking Kingsley, like not about not being sad, about being the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so to that, I think, um, you know, you just, you gotta, it, it's hard when people give advice like, oh, just listen to your heart or something. I know that's, that's not easy advice to obtain, but I think, um, I think if you are in tune with yourself uh, and trust yourself, that that'll help guide decision-making. Um, and then, you know, best, and again, I, I, I don't know how you're defining best. So, um, you know, I guess, I'll leave that as my response to now, but if you want to detail how you are defining best or in what realm of best, I might, mm-hmm. you know, like, are you talking about just like friendship? Are you talking about a romantic life? Are you talking about a job uh, and, and success, whether that's like affirmation publicly or, or money wise, um, mm-hmm. or are you talking about physical health or mental health? So you know, maybe Kingsley, if you want to respond to that, um, I can answer in more detail or, or maybe you're talking about everything. Um, but you, you tell me. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, you know, yeah, as, as you said, uh, what's the discourse of you being, uh, today sad and next day you are happy today. Mm-hmm. You are happy and next day you are sad. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, I think, I think the biggest takeaway for me is that it's just okay to be sad. It's okay, uh, to not be happy all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I think, you know, again, we have these ideals that I think aren't always realistic. And so we think, you know, and a lot of these self-help books and, and books of that nature are really good, but a lot of them, you know, still hold up this idea that it's possible to be, you know, the best version of Kingsley 100% of the time. And I don't think that's realistic. I think, and especially if you're dealing with a mental health issue, <clears throat> like if you, if you are suffering from depression or, um, you know, sad seasonal affective disorder, right? When, when, when the seasons start to change and there's less sun and, you know, or or when you move i mean it sounds like you 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 did a a very daring and courageous thing to move from from ghana to germany i don't know how long you've been mm-hmm. in germany but like moving countries to a country where people don't yes. people don't speak your language uh you mm-hmm. you're moving to a big city most people probably don't look like you i mean that's 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 uh a really courageous and intense scenario and mm-hmm. um you know, so I think you got to give yourself a lot of credit because most people I know wouldn't do that. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to compare you, but I think, I think that move alone and not to mention that, you know, I don't know, okay, when, when did you, when did you move to Germany? Yeah, uh, I am approximately uh, three years in Germany. Right. Three years. So, you know, you're there for 
two years, probably probably getting used to it. And then a, a global pandemic comes through. I mean, there's there's so much happening right now that like I think you got to give yourself credit in, in expecting yourself to be the best every day <laughs> is not realistic. But what is realistic is like, uh, you know, self-compassion that like if you're sad one day and you were happy the day before, you're not going to beat yourself up for being sad. You're going to say, all right you know, what can I, I'm sad right now. That's okay. I know that I was happy yesterday. And the one thing for certain is that like, it will change. And so you can sort of look forward to that change, or you can really learn about yourself and and try to outfit um, yourself with tools so that, uh, you know, if you are sad, perhaps there's a way to work through it. Um, Or there's a way, you know, and there's a difference between being sad, say like if, you know, you lose a pet or you lose a family member, you lose a job or, um, you know, you move from all your friends and family to, to Germany or something like that's very, those are very reasonable, um, scenarios where like an appropriate response is to be sad. And then there's, you know, a different type of sad where it's like, I feel depressed and sad for no reason, but whatever it is, I think allowing yourself to feel that and then building up a toolkit that helps you acknowledge and understand those emotions. And then if they are sort of unreasonable or like, you know, not caused by anything in particular, having a, having tools and strategies to then, you know, curb and stop say negative thinking, um, or knowing yourself to, to say, all right, well, I, I, I have this, this negative energy, but you know, I can go, what can I do today to improve myself a little bit, um, towards the best version of myself, whether that's, um, health wise, physical health, like maybe that's exercise or something like that. Maybe it's reading, gaining knowledge. Uh, maybe it's connecting with another person. You know, the people you keep around you is very important. And so there's so many things that you can do to sort of keep just growing towards the best version of yourself. Um, and then I think just being compassionate with when negative things happen. And and even if they're small negative things, like, um, you know, a social scenario where like, you misread the you misread what somebody said and you said something silly and then you're sort of like beating yourself up about it the next day because it was awkward it's you know it wasn't mean it wasn't you know you weren't you know things like that like just giving yourself a break um i think i hope i hope that answers the question to some degree oh easily yeah i I hope you're okay yes i see yes yes i'm okay okay. all right so then the second question yeah, uh, how to overcome prejudices and racism or sort of discrimination. Okay. Right. Um, man, I mean, I, I'm a white male. Um, so I have studied and um, discussed and worked on these things a lot in, in various, you know, academic, educational, and just life settings, but I'll, I'll never have the experience um, of a black person, uh, and especially of a black person, not just like in Africa, but from Africa, moving to Germany or moving to a predominantly white, um, European area. So I can give you, I can give you some, some theoreticals, but you know, I think, um, me pretending to, to know exactly what that's like is, is not, uh, is not real. Um, you know, and, and, and I think one of the things that, that sucks the most, I mean, 
it sh- it it really shouldn't be. I, I you know I I I'm taking this question as though you're asking for yourself, um, and mm-hmm. you know racism was entirely created by you know a Eurocentric white population, and so like it, to put the to put the responsibility on yourself just isn't fair or um, you know correct at all. I think there's just a lot of people in the world who need to do the work and who need to even if they don't think they're racist, you know, just acknowledge where racism exists um, systemically, you know, especially I know my experience is different in the United States, which is like this whole country that was sort of built and and, and, and um, grew off of slavery and white supremacy. And so there's just a lot of work to, to, to do. Um, so, I mean, quite a, a quite a large and, and complicated question to answer. I guess, again, maybe maybe Kingsley, if you're talking about your experience, uh, if you're willing to perhaps share an, an incident or, um, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, you know, it, it, yes, yes. or a, a share a theoretical that, that in, in your experience that's maybe happened while you're in Germany, or I don't know if that's what you're sort of referring to, but if there's, you know, maybe an interpersonal scenario, um, it might be easier to give a, a concrete answer, but I also don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, uh, I'm willing to talk. Uh, yes, I'll, um, I am willing to share my experience. Like, so the question I have asked because I'm very interested in getting a vivid and uh, an accurate answer for that. So the scenario like uh, uh, white people like treating their people, did, uh, treating their own white people differently than how they treat you. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like. They say I'm I'm no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no racist I'm no racist, but they are treating their people different like they treat you. Yep. Yep. Yes. Um. There's no, uh, you know, it's 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 my understanding and, and experience and sort of knowledge that there's no quick answer for that. Um, you know, without going into a crazy amount of detail, I mean, there's, I think, I think, well, I, all right, I think the easiest answer, um, and it might sound cliche, is people need to choose love over fear. And, um, you know, that, that was, uh, a, 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 I guess a yogi, te- yoga teacher of mine used to um, sort of sing that mantra at the end of class. And it's very simple. And I understand, you know, it's not going to solve everything, but to, but to me, it's sort of the fundamental underlying principle, like really to choose love over fear, because I think what, what, what happens is it is natural. So if, you know, humans have not been around that long and for a lot of our history, we were, um, you know, tribal and nomadic and uh, life, life was much more threatening and um, people would be more you know, regularly sort of at war with each other on a lower level. Mm -hmm. And so people who looked different, we became fearful of. Um, We got used to our tribes and tribalism. And so if people looked different, there was just this underlying fear. And so I think what what happens nowadays, and I guess, you know, I can only speak to my experience, you know, growing up in where I grew up, I grew up in a rural part of the United States. And I don't think I saw a black person until I was like six or seven years old. 
and it was just like one person in my class and then I didn't really interact with like black and brown people until high school until I was 13 14 15 and then even a lot of those incidences were were limited um and, and even like an even cliche in tone like I played basketball and so a lot of my experience with black and brown people was playing basketball and which is like the worst you know not the worst but a stereotype that was just getting reinforced and again I, I don't want to make this about me but the point is is like I just think if if um you know and it's hard to teach a six-year-old or a 13-year-old to choose love over fear but I think a lot of the work that needs to be done is just people having these conversations with their kids when they're young um, and and exposing any people to more types of people that look different from them and not just not just black people to white people but of all you know all walks of life um, you know but but that's easier said than done I mean when you live in a big international city sure you can walk your kid around and they'll see all types of people but if you live you know in a lot of the world you don't have that access um, and, and really there's just there's a lot of work that needs to be done and yeah. you know and, and the responsibility of that work especially in these eurocentric nations definitely isn't upon uh you kingsley it's it's you know it's 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 amazing if you're willing to to help with the work but it's it's really on the sort of systems and the people who created these systems um and unfortunately the world's a scary sort of messed up place where again we're seeing in america that like it isn't it is not just people being ignorant and and not having grown up with people that didn't look like them it's really people who there's a lot of people out there who still sort of believe that there's you know a validity and truth in in white supremacy or you know i think conversely in other ways too like like you know around the world there's groups of people who think they're better than other groups of people um and they use that those differences to drive fear and you know you see it around the world in in all sorts of different countries and and tribes where um people are afraid of other people or just want to 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 drive a wedge between them because it's easier to understand you know it's it's easier to just say we we don't like them than try to understand them um you know i know that barely answers the question and you know if you're going through stuff like that in germany I, I, I really feel for you that that's that's not going to make anything easier. Um, and again, I, I, I would love to give you some some real world advice rather than these big conceptual ideas. So, you know, I, I don't know if 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 you've made, you know, close friends out there that, um, you know, whatever they if they, they look like you or they don't look like you. Hopefully, I think, you know, that that's that that can be a good thing or just you know keeping in touch with the people that you know love you and care about you and, and sort of reinforce and feed really lend time and energy towards those things because then you, you can feed that stuff and then you know if you have close friends or you're making friends in germany you know with with germans who look like you maybe in in, in or who don't look like you sorry who grew up in germany you know or who are you know more traditional white germans you know, maybe their conversations, and again, it's the responsibility is not on you, but maybe you could bring it up or if you're willing to, or you think they're open to it, just start to have those conversations because that's how a lot of this stuff will change over time. Are people, you know, choosing love over fear and diving into these uh, awkward, scary, uncomfortable conversations? Um, Because then, you know, hopefully 
people, you know, it, it, it's sort of a, a, a pay it forward or, or those people then go have conversations with their family and their friends and it can sort of spread that way. Um, mm-hmm. But again, yeah, there's no quick... If, if, if we could drop a magic wand and everyone chose love over fear, then yeah, I think we might have a solution. But until, <laughs> until then, it's, it's, it's a lot of uncomfortable, hard work. Um, and it'll, it'll, it'll take time and, and, and people need to want it too. You know, people need to want unity over other ideals. Um, so that's, that's, it's tough. It's, you know, okay. it's, it's tough to put on any one person to do it. Okay. All right. So, Kinsley, Daniel has the last question. Uh, my last question is, uh, yeah. what was it again? Uh, how to uh, overcome fears? Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um. So, quite, quite a timely question and nice segue from the last conversation I think um, (laughs) so it depends on the fear right like Mm -hmm. some of our fears are made to help us survive right so like if I see a snake if I'm walking in the woods and I see a snake Mm -hmm. my initial response is it might be fear to move away because snakes can kill us or like if I climb on top of a really tall ladder or a building Mm -hmm. and I get scared Mm -hmm. because I'm afraid of heights <laughs> right, that fear is built in to help me survive. Um, I'm guessing you're not talking about those types of fears, and you're talking about more, um, you know, personal relationships, social fears, right? Talk, having certain conversations, uh, trying something different, um, you know, putting yourself out there. Uh, and so I think. I think we'll try to give the, do a concise response. So one, I think getting comfortable with failure um, and, and giving yourself the self-compassion, right? So like there's no person, back to your original question, there's no person who's the best version of themselves who didn't fail a ton and really grow through these other versions of themselves. And the only way to do that is to try and, and fail and put yourself out there. And so I think getting comfortable with failure, with rejection, and not really seeing it as a negative, but just seeing it as a challenge, as something to learn from, is really important. Um, And you hear some of these words get thrown around a lot today in the sort of behavioral health, mental health, self-care world, like like resilience. Um, And that means like, yeah, you're, you're, you can, you can develop a, you know, like any skill or almost like any muscle, right? Like you can go and lift weights and get big arms or big legs. You can also, you know, lift failure a lot and, 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 and get to a point where, you know, you don't let it bother you or you're not embarrassed. Um, but instead you, you take it as a point of pride and you can grow from it. Um, and that gets into like self-compassion versus self-esteem, because if you're if you have high self-esteem, people think it's good, but often if you have high self-esteem, it's built up on accolades and being like the best person. Um, so then you're gonna be afraid to fail or afraid to try something new because it will it will affect your self-esteem. But whereas self-compassion, um, you're really giving yourself room to fail and try new things. So I think I think that 
uh, you know, really just trying, like getting comfortable with failure is a great way to get to get through fear. Um, and then similar, similarly, just getting uncomfortable in discomfort in general. So whatever that is, you know, whether that's physical discomfort, um, you know, sort of sort of changing your relationship with, um, for lack of a better word, pain. So like, you know, I'm not saying go hurt yourself in any manner, but, um, you know, when you're in a, if you're speaking in front of a group of people or something and you're, and you're scared, really just acknowledging what that emotion is, where it's coming from, and then sitting in it and, and sort of breathing through it in, 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 in scenarios like that, where you're just, you're just getting comfortable being uncomfortable, um, mm-hmm. I think also goes a long way towards towards conquering your fears uh and then yeah last i'd say like not you know keeping keeping the focus on on what it is you know i think it helps um to have a vision of the best person of yourself um and and i'll bring that back to fears in a second but like if you have a vision of the best person of yourself you know like what do you you know in in particular is like you know, what are you, what are you dressing like? What are you looking like? What are you eating? What are you doing, you know, daily? What do you do in the morning? What is the best version of Kingsley do in the morning? Um, and, and that way you can help sort of visualize it and actualize it. Uh, but then you can, you can also, you can also use, use those visions uh, and, and that goal and keep that in front of you and keep your eyes on that as opposed to, um, the, the underlying emotions or experiences that are around fear. So whatever it is that you might be afraid of, you know, failure in the public eye or um, a relationship failing or something, if you keep the best versions of you in front of you, then I think you can focus on those um, and, and care less about, you know, the outcomes of a particular conversation or um, the outcome of uh, you know, a presentation or a test you're taking, you know, I'm making up scenarios here, but if you can focus on those instead of, you know, what other people think, uh, and things like that, then I think that can help drive and move somebody through fear. Mm, That's good. Uh, Um, um, I don't know, but I've also learned something from what you said. Kinsley, are you okay with it? Yes, I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. Do you have any follow-up questions or that'll be all for today? Yeah, that, I think that's all. Well. I am, I am satisfied. Satisfied. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> and is there, do you have anything to share with us, or oh, that's all for you? Anything to share? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, eh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Hello, Clancy. Hey. Thank you so much. Um. We are grateful for your time. And um, Kinsley said he's satisfied with everything you've said. All right. And um, I also learned something. Choose love over fear. And I think it's a powerful statement. And I pray that someday we all choose love over fear and accommodate each other and know that uh, we are not different. We are, we, we just, we have our individual uniqueness. That doesn't make us different or superior than one another mm. so thank you so much i'm grateful mm. yeah thank thank you guys thank you all for having me um kingsley i really appreciate your your questions and i hope i was was helpful in some way
All right. You know, I, I wish you all, all the luck, Kingsley. I wish you all the Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Auntie. Thank you, everyone. All right. Thank you, Princess. Okay. Okay. Have a nice day. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much, teens, for joining us today. We are so grateful for your time. And we are still open for more questions. Kindly send us your questions through the best version of me, 19 at gmail.com, where Clancy will address all your questions. Thank you so much. Before I end this segment, I will end with a quote by saying that you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine and this is one is by C. Maswell and I'll end the last quotes with Steve Fertig who says that the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare behind the scenes with everyone else highlight so don't compare yourself to anybody and just try to be yourself and as we learned from Clancy being yourself or being the best version of you doesn't mean that you have a bad day. These are all the packages that involves being yourself and you have to learn how to manage well and navigate through your emotions successfully. Thank you very much and we shall come your way again sometime next week. Bye for now. <laughs>